This WebmasterRadio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. AFCON 2010, where affiliates always attend for free. June 21st through 23rd in Denver. Make your plans now to be at the most affordable, informative, interactive trade show anywhere. Haven't made your plans to join us? Then it's time to act fast. We have secured a limited number of hotel rooms at the fabulous Hyatt Regency Convention Center Hotel, the official host hotel of AFCON 2010. Book your reservations at our exclusive AFCON 2010 special rate by going to bit.ly slash cheap hotel. That's bit.ly slash cheap hotel. These rooms are guaranteed to be sold out fast. Remember, AFCON 2010 is giving you two days of back-to-back sessions, keynote presentations, exhibit access, and incredible nighttime networking for free. Plus, we're giving you unbelievable room specials for a limited time. Book your rooms now by going to bit.ly slash Jeep Hotel. AFCON 2010, the trade show that's free for all affiliates. June 21st through 23rd in Denver. Register today at AFFCOM2010.com. That's AFFCOM2010.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Feeling better? Looking better? Making life better? It's Life Tips. Life We'll explore the latest innovations, introduce you to the latest products, and bring you the tips from experts and environmental pioneers to help you lead a better life. Life Tips. Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Life Tips Show, everybody. I'm here with Robin Barron, the famous Robin Barron of RobinBarronDesign.com. Robin, welcome to the show. Thank you, Byron. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Um, so, Robin, interior design, um, tell us a little bit about your background and what you've been doing for so many uh, uh, years and, and your focus point. And I know you're in Manhattan as well, which is exciting. So tell us about that. Absolutely. Well, I've been a high-end interior designer for the past 20 years, and I have my own firm. And I've done all kinds of interesting people from celebrities to, you know, normal single people just starting out. I've really run the gamut in my design work. What's changing with design in these days? Are there anything, is there anything fundamental, um, you know, about the whole interior design industry, particularly as the web may bring on new possibilities? Yeah, that's a very good point. I think the web has changed the way a lot of people think about many things, including design. But I also think um, TV, HGTV, has really changed how people think about design and decorating, and I think that it's really made it more accessible. It makes people think about being interested in, in improving their environment. And I think that this economy has changed how I view my business because I've always done high-end work. And what I really think, you know, my passion and my goal is to open the world of interior design and make it more accessible to more people. My philosophy is that I believe our homes really affect us in profound ways. And it not only reflects who we are, it helps us become who we want to be. So I want to 
affect more people. And to that end, I have been doing many different things in my business, including a new online service that I'm about to launch. Hmm. We'll talk about that in a second, but let's go back to some of these this, this environmental concept. Um, you know, if you, if you look at the the uh, the average Joe or the average Byron, if you will, um, you know, off the street, we're very limited in, in 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 what we have access to. Mind you, in New York City, of course, you have great resources. Um, um, you know, in New York City, all around, and, and I just I can't imagine. Uh, the possibilities of living in New York City with so many choices. But if you take most of America, um, don't you agree that the possibilities are limited and therefore our ability to express ourselves and to create an environment is therefore limited? Is, isn't that a big problem the way you see it? Well, I'm going to answer that in, in two different ways. I think obviously New York has access to everything, and that does make it easier, but we are all we all have access to the Internet. And I think... That makes access to great design and interesting products limitless for everyone as long as you've got a computer. So I think that um, it's really a twofold answer. If you're the kind of person that has to see it, touch it, and feel it, I think that you're you're more limited out of the city. But I think that there are so many different ways to skin a cat, so to speak. And I think the important thing is that there's a lot of great product out there, much more than there ever has been because of the interest, the, the, the sort of new and passionate interest that the public has in decorating and in their homes. And I think you see that not just on HGTV, which is an entire channel dedicated to that, but every single network and channel has something home-related um, as part of their programming because people are interested in their home and realize how much it affects their lives. I want to talk a little bit about about um, what I would call sort of personality, you know, matches to to interior design. Um, and you know, when you work with clients, are you, is part of your role and responsibility to learn what they like and don't like and change that and, and better that, or are, are and to take that to the next level, or instead, are you trying to just learn what they like and execute what they like and find things they may gravitate towards? Is and is there a fine line in between those two extremes? That is such a good question, Byron. <laughs> well. It's my philosophy that it's not about me, it's about the client. So the way that I work is I really work to get into their head and see it through their eyes, to elevate their taste level because that's why they're hiring me, and to help them really get the look that they are going to resonate with. I don't want anyone to walk in and, and say, oh, that your home is so beautiful, Robin Barron did it. I don't have a signature. I want them to walk in and say, Byron, this house is fabulous. It's really you. I want you to get up every day and really love where you're living. I want it to inspire you. So that's my goal, and that's how I work. In in general, I find that interior design is is, is a fairly intellectual, uh, you know, um, uh, process or study. Um, you really have to look at a lot of things to get really good at identifying what is what is uh, something that connects with you that has value. Do you agree with that? Um, and and do you agree that that the more you study, the more intellect you put into design, probably the better solutions that you can that you can you can come up with for people. Well, again, a really good question because for me, design is visceral. 
It's not intellectual. So when I work with a client, I don't want them to turn on their, their, their thinking. I want them to respond viscerally from their gut uh, on how they, re- how they react to things, colors, you know, shapes, sizes. I, I want, it's that hidden language that I'm looking for from them that helps me interpret what it is that they are going to love living with. So I think the more you think it, think about it, you're going to overthink it, and you're going to end up with something that you think you should like and not something that you really love. Hmm. I want to take a break here in a second, and when we come back, I want I want you to kind of um, bring us through a room, if you will, and the importance of signature items and balances of fabrics and patterns and textures. And I want you to try to describe to us, if possible, you know <laughs> what 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 we should be aiming towards when we when we think about interior design. So back in a second, everybody, with uh, just after a quick break, back with Robin Barron in one second. Life Tips will be right back after this short break. Health, wealth, lifestyle. WebmasterRadio.fm is the premier B2B on-air and on-demand podcast network that caters to who you are and how you live. Listeners and podcasters to our entertainment channel make a difference in our world from going green to sharing the secrets for achieving their success. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm for a consultation today. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Inbox, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And now back to Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Here are your hosts. Robin, happy to have you back after the break. Can you possibly visualize a room for us and tell us what you, an interior designer, really sees when you walk into a room and you evaluate the room to see if things are working and connecting? What do you just describe that for us, if you could? Sure. Well, the first thing I look for um, is not that things are symmetrical, but I look that things are balanced. 
texture, color, shape, sizes, that things are balanced. I think balance is a much more interesting word than symmetry. Everything doesn't have to ha- be, you know, the same on both sides. But there has to be a balance of all of it. So what I'm looking for is um, interesting textures, colors, patterns, if you're, if you're into patterns and um, prints, so that the room itself feels like your eye is being engaged at all times. Because what you really want to do is you want to engage your mind. So it has to catch your eye. You don't want everything all at once to bombard your, your senses, but you want to be able to take it all in in a balanced and interesting way. Yes, and, 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 and thank you for that. What about signature items? This is always a big deal with, with me, at least. You know, I, I look for something that pops, that stands out. Um, is that the right methodology to have? You know, do, do you want a, a signature piece in each room or something that pops and, and gives you the depth perception and or visualization highlight that you need in a room? Definitely, definitely. You want interesting things, as I said, to catch your eye, to engage your imagination, to really, you know, make you want to be in that room. So it's so it could be an interesting piece of art or a sculpture. It could just be a fabulous fabric on the pillows on your sofa. But there should be, you know, interesting pieces, whether you call them signature pieces or just, you know, the kind of things that pop, as you said, is, is very important. And it doesn't have to be pop in, in a way of the color is to be red or a neon color. It could be subtle all tone on tone, but maybe it's just an interesting lamp that's in the room that's a really interesting sculptural piece. What, what are your favorite uh, magazines and or books and reference points that you use to scout out new hot items and or uh, collections and or you know, assembly of, of things? What are your favorites? Well, you know, I, I scour every um, home furnishings, home industry-related magazine, even though they have gotten fewer and fewer, unfortunately. But I also have a blog, and I do Twitter, and I'm always searching on the Internet. I find the Internet to be a really valuable piece of, of my business in terms of research, in terms of new products, in terms of, um, you know, being inspired. I, I do a design daily a daily design, I should say, um, Twitter a few times a day about specifically new products with links to these products because I think it's important that everybody sort of be inspired and, and you know, know what's out there. Mm, neat. But in, I mean, are you looking at Architectural Digest every week? You know, are you, are you looking at some of the fundamental old-school magazines that were around forever as, as ideas? And are you clipping things out like my wife is on a regular basis and filing them and going crazy? I mean, is that the day in life of an interior designer? Well, it's definitely not the day in life of an interior designer. Because <laughs> it's definitely quite um, a hectic and, you know, eventful day every single day because you never know what's going to go wrong because there's so many moving parts in every single part of every single project that um, Murphy's Law does definitely, you know, come rears its ugly head. But um, I definitely look at every magazine, including Architectural Digest, um, but it's not, that's not my favorite. I hate to say that, but I, it's not what my is? favorite. I like the, you know, younger, more El Decor is better. I think it's more, it's edgier. Um, and I think I do clip everything out. We have a design meeting with my staff every single Monday morning, and everybody has to bring in inspiration pictures, and whether it's from the net or whether it's from uh, magazines, because I think, again, it's important to be inspired. And I do, I look at every, the New York Times 
um, Sunday section every day, the magazine section. You just never know where you're going to be inspired. It doesn't have to be a piece of furniture. It could be an ad for bedding. It could be almost anything. I think it's um, important, as I said, to be inspired because the inspiration isn't just specifically about the sofa you see in, in, in a magazine. It could lead you to designing uh, an entire living room. Do you do you feel that there is going to be another interesting wave of interior design that that hits us? Um, you know, we we've gone through. There are so many different genres. You know, Art Deco. You know, on and on and on. And the modern phase and different designers that are coming to the marketplace. Are you seeing really in, a new wave happening, or is 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 modern going to continue to be modern, and we're just not going to move out of modern and, and have to weigh modern with other styles and eclectic styles, or is there something uh, a new hybrid that's coming coming at us that's that's interesting? It's an interesting thing because you know in the home industry in design and decorating, it's not as trendy as it is obviously in fashion because each item is so expensive and people live with it for a longer period of time. I think that. There will always be, um, that being said, there will always be some sort of trends moving forward. But remember, the contemporary look we're seeing now did not just appear now as the trend. I've been doing it for probably 12, 14, 15 years. It wasn't the trend at the time, but it was starting to happen, and now, it beca- now it's everywhere. It takes mm-hmm. a lot longer for the trend to become the norm in, mm-hmm. the, the, design, in the design world. So I think that the... M- there's already a trend towards a more classic look moving forward, a clean-lined classic look, a more transitional look. And I think that there'll always be movement back towards more traditional than, than again, towards less traditional. I think the most important thing that I see is really what I see in fashion, because I started my career in fashion, so I'm always, you know, my eye is always still there, is that everything goes. It's about personal expression. Right now, it is all about finding what makes you happy and expressing yourself. So it's a very eclectic world out there in so many ways, and I see it in design, and it's what I do every day is mix things up to make it specifically for each client. What's the fashion color of the year this year? I don't know oh, that. No, I used to know that I don't that have my year. eye on it that closely. I don't know. Yeah. Mine is always black. You know, there's, there's a, <laughs> I'm there, always wearing in, black. In, in the fashion industry, there is an actual you know, palette, I believe, every yeah. year. Does that not happen in the interior design industry? I don't know. Maybe it, it doesn't. No, it does. It definitely does. The paint companies, the fabric companies definitely have color trends. And there are, you know, companies that just do the color trends for, for the home furnishings industry and yeah. the design industry. Um, but when again, does it come out? In the, in the reality of it, you know, I don't go by the trends when I'm working with a client. I go by what they love to surround themselves with, what colors really speak for them or speak to them, rather. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't go by, by the trend in colors in that way. If I was designing a collection, I'm about to, to um, launch an accessory collection, that, that will be something that I look to the color trends for. But that's mm-hmm. more for a retail environment as opposed to working individually with clients. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the... the the, the web can uh, can really do creative things for customization. Do you think we're going to enter a, a, a wave of of interior design of custom products being made 
um, you know, particularly items like rugs, you know, that, that can be crafted with people's individual, you know, patterns that they create on their own and, and or create with the help of an interior designer. Um, you know, don't you think that's an exciting possibility for the future that lets you put your stamp on, on something? Definitely, yes. I think the Internet, you could, between designing it on your own, which is a little scary to me because, you know, there's a big difference between seeing something in your head and, and then executing it. But with the help of, of a designer, whether it's an independent interior designer or it's a designer for, let's say, the rug company that helps work with you, I think the customization is a fabulous thing with the Internet. And I think that um, there are many opportunities the Internet gives you, including I'm launching an Internet-based design service where you could be in Iowa and still hire me and upload your photographs and your dimensions, and then I will design the entire room for you, send it back to you, and you just make the purchases at the stores that in your neighborhood that I've already, you know, specced for you. And so that, I think the Internet opens up an entire world for, for designs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, and there's there's so many exciting things. My wife and I, for example, bought a um, uh, a bed frame in California. We were out there, and there's two companies in the country, I believe, that do this. One is in New York City, one's in California. But they take old, you know, antique uh, bed bed frames um, that are typically single bed frames. Yeah. Um, and then they exp- then you you choose the one you want. You go into this warehouse and you choose between like hundreds and hundreds of them, and you find one you like. And then they say, "Great, we'll we'll have it for you in two months." <laughs> and they take it and <laughs> they wipe it. They turn it for a king size bed. Yeah. But but there's an example of you know of bringing some personalization into the selection process, right? Absolutely, and, 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 and you know what? You don't it, have to go know. to California to do that. You could do that all online because yeah. so many fantastic resources. I mean, everybody has yeah. their websites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and another example, which is just starting to, you know, just popping in my head is, you know, so we've lived in houses um, where my wife goes crazy with, you know, faux painting, you know, faux, faux yes. on the wall. Um, and very expensive, you know. There's, there, we've done a leather room, you know. We've done, we've done just some some really cool stuff and, and bouncing off colors and found this incredible designer. But um, th- this painter that, that does this stuff, but but that's it's really expensive to do that. Why can't that be done, you know, with the web, you know, and 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 then in creating maybe wallpaper again, customized, you know. So you're designing a palette. You know, a, a, a tile that's like six by six, it you know, or you know, four feet by four feet or two feet, whatever it is, and you're seeing it on your screen, and then boom, you know, that's being created for you um, with with wallpaper. So the whole mood of the room can be influenced by working in tandem with with a good designer and and, and a client. Don't you see trends like that in the future? I definitely do, and it's so funny you said that because I did watch Project Runway last week, and the designers did exactly that. They created on their ThinkPads or iPads a pattern with color, and then they pressed a button, and it became fabric. And it was exactly what you're saying, except it was fabric instead of wallpaper, and it's very exciting. Mm-hmm. The yeah. whole concept, I think, is very exciting. Yeah. Here's another one that's been on my head uh, for a while. So, you know, you go to, like, you know, Soho, you know, whatever you go, you go, you know, you're shopping, and you find these really, like, not-so-good-looking chairs, right? Let's just <laughs> yeah. focus on chairs for a second. And um, wouldn't it be cool if you could take that old-looking, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s chair and, like, put 
you know, new back legs on it or something, right? Or, you know, or funk it out a little bit. So you add a modern component to it, but you yourself did it, you know, because you designed it. So it's sort of like retro, I don't even know what you call that, retro customization or something. (laughs) Right, exactly. Um, You know, but including choosing the fabric and and, and, and always tweaking maybe the back legs or something. So it's this, this visionary thing. What are your thoughts on something like that? I think the concept sounds like it could be a, a really fun concept. I think sometimes when you talk about back legs on a chair, sometimes that's part of the construction of it and may or may not work. So yeah. sometimes it could be an easy thing to do, which would be fantastic if they're just like, you know, screwed on or screwed in kind of legs. I love the idea of personalizing everything, whether it's with fabric, whether it's, it's the way you use the fabric, whether it's changing the legs or, you know, doing some of the arms that, that wasn't original to the chair. I think it's anything that you can really express yourself and make your own is a positive thing. One, one final question for you. Can you ever imagine a, um, a, you know, a show like Project One Way in the furniture industry where, where, where designers were, were somehow competing uh, you know, with, with the client being the judge? Well, the cl- that I don't know if, if that's done as much as like they have top design they have there are two shows out there that are just designers competing to be the top designer over the course of the you know several months that the show is on but um not with the client the clients judging but i think that you know it it could be into a very interesting show actually now that i'm thinking about what would you know how it would you know pan out yeah yeah, how it, how it really shape up? I think it'd be a very interesting show. Because mm. isn't it just that it's 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 satisfying the client? I mean, that's the goal and objective in it with an interior design project, and and that's that's the challenge. That's the challenge. Right now, what's out there is who's the top designer based upon all the crazy stuff they make you do over the course of yeah. twelve weeks. But <laughs> having the, the you know the client be the judge, that's the true winner. Hmm. I think Robin, that's the goal. Would, For me as an interior you, designer, yes. my goal is not just to make something look beautiful. It's to really enhance the client's life. Mm-hmm. That's the real, you know, the real um, goal for me. Mm. That's the problem. Well, you've, you've taken your art and your science to the next level, Robin, and thanks for sharing some ideas with us today. My pleasure. Robin, how would you like people to get a hold of you, and who would you like to get a hold of you? Um, anyone who wants fabulous in their lives. <laughs> I do the luxury a la carte, which is a new um, service that I launched a few months ago, specifically for people who just want something like paint color selection or working with the furniture they have. Or, you know, you can hire me just for one hour as opposed to just the entire high-end project. And I am launching that online design service shortly, and I am coming out with collections of accessories. So, um, I'd love to hear from anyone who's interested. I have a blog, I have a website, and I tweet. Well, Robin, it's been a real pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you so much. So look for me at robinbarrendesign.com. Right on. Thanks for being on the show, and thanks for listening, and everybody. Until you're, uh, until next week, I hope your world's a little bit smarter, better, wiser, and faster, and, uh, and more luxurious inside and out. Thanks for listening, and everybody. We'll see you next week. 